one. All right. Montante's World episode 53 featuring Nadu. How are we doing? What's up, Mike? How are you? Good. Like I said, I was saying earlier, MJ is remembered for a lot of things. Crippling gambling addiction. Best player of all time. We have a poster behind him and the flu game. This is uh, this is my flu game. So we'll see if I could per- persevere just as good. Now, you do have the flu or? No, no. I got the got the man-made sucker out of uh, some somewhere oh, in China. Oh, no doubt about it. My girlfriend tested positive. Um, she was coughing like a motherfucker like all week. And she was like, it's allergies. And I was like, bro, there's no winter allergies. She tested positive. We live in a small, nice, but small little spot in Seabright. So it was just literally, it would be, they would have to bring me into a lab and study my blood if I didn't get it. Now, how do you feel? Um, not great. I feel like, um, my, my body feels heavy. Like, like I feel sore just all over, although I didn't do anything like physical. Yeah. And my head feels heavy. Is this the first time you've had it? Yeah. Interesting. So I'm going tomorrow just to make it official, but I would say I'm minus ten thousand to have it. And like it's yeah. just it's a done wow. deal. I mean, I think if if you know we've we've been doing this what two years now. I mean, I feel like if you're gonna get it, this is probably the time to get it, right? Oh, for sure. And I think like the, the interesting thing about coronavirus is like my parents say to me all the time, like, what if you get it? And it's like, well, what if I do? Like, I feel like I'm in good shape now. Like I yeah. don't live with anybody, so it's like so I have to stay home for a couple of days. Like it is what exactly. it is. Like, I'm not real worried. Uh, you know, and I think for someone like yourself or or anyone really, uh, at least in our age, like I think will be ultimately pretty good. But this Omicron thing seems like it's a little bit less um, potent than. Oh yeah, that's the one they get. They're saying 80 percent of the new cases are that Omicron. I don't know if it's that because she was coughing like a motherfucker. I think that's more. Was it Delta or something? Yeah. So who knows? We'll it's see. It's wild how some people like have these terrible adverse issues with it, and some don't. Now, I think there's a reason for that. And, and look, I, I want to make this clear. Whenever I come on your show, I, I try to be very, you know, very honest with what I say. I am not someone that says like, look, if you don't want to get a vaccine, don't. Like that's yeah. your choice. I don't quite understand it personally, just because I'm not one of these people that thinks the government's out to like kill the or the residents of this country. Makes one of us. Yeah, I, I don't think that. <laughs> I, I think there are conspiracies that I believe, but this is not one that I, I believe. Um, I, I think, and you tweeted about this yesterday about the vaccine, like what it actually does, right? And I think there's been so much bullshit going around, and I think that's the biggest problem. Like things switch so quickly, right? Like you're supposed to be in 10 days and then with a snap of the finger, it's five days. Right? Crazy. And it's just like, so, so arbitrary. Is, and I think initially people thought that the vaccine prevented you from getting coronavirus. Right. Well, they didn't think that randomly it was said by all the world leaders. Right. And it's like, well, no, like that's not true. You can get it and you will probably get it, but hopefully when you get it, this vaccine is going to prevent you from getting super sick, going into a hospital, going on a ventilator. I've and I think it was you. I, I said this to you. I look at the vaccine and you mentioned like how many boosters are you going to get? To me, I look at it like a dental appointment, a dental cleaning. Okay, <laughs> if I don't, I can go get a dental cleaning, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to get cavities. It's going to prevent me from having super bad problems with my teeth long term, but it doesn't completely prevent me from getting tooth issues. 
It's, you, know? you said this to me this morning. You let it off funny. You're like, hey, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to put this on Twitter and make you look like an idiot. I but I think you are an idiot. <laughs> we had this, we had this talk. My whole thing is there's a, there's a couple things that are, are super sketchy. I mean, I I believe um, the people behind it are the same ones who made made the problem. So the same people who are giving you the yeah. you know giving you the curve made the problem. And I also think it's super sketchy. Like, why are these pharmaceutical companies? Um, they're not. They're, you can't sue any of them. And they said, okay, we'll be public with the records, but in 55 years. I've never heard – so I'm not some, like, super – I'm not a lawyer. I don't know if that's commonplace, but small shit like that just seems so sketchy, so so bizarre. Well, I think the hypocrisy – and I guess for me, like, I don't think I'm going to die from taking a coronavirus vaccine, you know? And I feel like I've treated my body pretty well outside of being overweight that I think – you know, I don't do drugs. I don't really drink. I don't do any of that kind of shit. So I think I've taken care of myself. And I think the same people that are, that are bringing these points up are, are likely ones that, that do narcotics and, 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 and smoke cigarettes yeah. and they do all these things. It's like, well, you're probably going to die from not eating correctly or smoking cigarettes as opposed to a Corona vaccine. Now you don't want to get it fine. But I think you, I think if you're not going to get it, you can't be the one sitting here complaining saying when the fuck's this ever going to be over. I agree with you. We should go back to regular life. We need to realize this is not going to go away. Um, but I feel like, you know, do what you want to do. Um, but if, if you get sick, you know, I just don't want to be in that position. So I just went out and got it. And, and yeah. I feel like more peace of mind. But I'm the same way as you. Like, it's it's pro-choice and just leave people alone. I even tell people I know if I get COVID and I die, don't, don't feel sorry, I guess, for a second. But feel free to make fun of me. Like, that's yeah. my choice. Let me ask you a question. Let's say, God forbid, we're just yeah. Hyper- we talking here i'm uh, dead this time next week well no let's say like uh yeah, by the end of the week let's say new year's eve you can't breathe right yeah you're, you're fucked up you gotta yeah, go yeah. to the emergency room you're going on a ventilator are you gonna say to yourself damn i would you know because because to be quite honest mike like if you got the vaccine it's like not gonna happen it's very unlikely that that will happen would you say to yourself damn i wish i probably would have just did that it'd probably be in the back of my mind but yeah I already, I already, like I said, I've been, every time we go out, like my mom's friends is like local 7-Eleven. I feel like I talk about the 7-Eleven every episode. They always ask like, Mike, like, do you like, why don't you care? I'm like, listen, it's coming for us. Whether you wear a mask or you don't wear a mask, I'm accepting that. I'm not going to go out of my way to, you know, we live here once. Like, I'm just going to do my thing. If I knew I'm sick, like I am now, I'm, we're ordering in, we're getting our groceries. I'm not going to go out and be a scumbag, but if I feel fine. I'm not scared. If someone's coughed near me, I'm like, oh, wish they didn't do that. But, you know, people are people. I think the um, the fear is, you know, for something that people really can't prevent is just not worth it. It's just, in, in, you know, impacting people's lives all over the place in a negative fashion. I will say, and I've said this before, like we talked about this on Big Men on Basketball when I did that show. I made the comment that, like, the good things about coronavirus, if there are any good things, at least for me, is that I like that people wear masks. I don't want you coughing all over me. I don't want to be near. I don't want to smell your breath. Like, I don't want that, right? And I also don't want people sitting right directly next to me at a sporting event. So I was good with, like, you know, every other Yeah, season. you're a little more introverted. It's up your alley. Poker. Like, I would love the barriers up. Like, I don't want people right next to me. Like, yeah. I'm good with that. So, like, for me, I like how it is. Like, I like that. You know, if I go in an Uber, like they're going to wear, like, I don't want to know. I don't know where they've been. I don't know what they have. Like, and I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact of why we like didn't have a flu issue because people weren't passing germs and stuff. Now this is a little different. It, it, it seems like it just passes as, 
if you're close to somebody. But yeah. you know, you and your girl, you sleep in the same bed, you're right next to each other, at least I think. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> like time. you know, you pretty much know that you're gonna get it. And you know, hopefully it's easy for you and you get past it. Now yeah. let me ask you, are you just gonna like like are you just gonna stay in your house for 10 days? Like how Yeah, so you- like at, at work, um I've been working from home for the last three days. So I mean it's okay. Like there's like technology now where there's like this app where i can hook it up like it, my cell phone's now like my office phone so it's been a pretty seamless transition and like i said we're getting normally i'd walk across the 7-eleven get coffee or whatnot i'm making my coffee um we're getting groceries delivered i'm gambling the same See, hey, I what do the? That anyway like i don't yeah. go to the grocery store so, oh so no I, I love i love it's honestly one of my top five favorite things to do in life gambling is like probably number one for sure number four is probably just going to going into acme with 250 dollars Ready to just spend it all. I love it. Well, see, I used to do that as well, but I always like to go to the grocery store late at night. There was a grocery store near me that was 24 hours. I used to go Hmm. to like one in the morning and there was no one there. Oh, when you see, yeah, you're introverted. That's what I'm saying. And like they close, they started closing at 11. And then I, I just, it was around the pandemic and I started getting Instacart. I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like I'm going to just do this. Um, but yeah, I guess when you say it like that, I, I guess there is something cool, but like, there's something pretty amazing. Isn't there about like walking into a grocery store? And just, I said, oh. it my dad one time, like you ever look around a grocery store and just be like, wow, like we have like 60 different types of potato chips. So many other countries couldn't even fathom this. Right. That's the thing. Like you can go to areas in Albania, like where, like where I'm from and like, yeah. you know, you're lucky to find, you know, food, let alone yeah. like, it's just crazy. You know, You're eating like, what they have. Yeah. Like I, I was just talking about it on Twitter. Okay. I get all, I'm a big orange guy. I think they're obviously very good for you, whatever. Yeah. And I opened the orange that I got and it was like super blood orange. I'm like, what is this? Like, is this like a special kind of orange? Like, I didn't even know that they made all these, like, do we have like yeah. 6,000 types Crazy. of oranges? You know, it's like, yeah, food shopping is kind of cool, I guess, when you say it like that. But yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, for a week or so, you're just going to have to, batting down the hatch. Yeah. And it's it's different. I'll tell you what, it's easier to save money that way. Like if we go, like my girlfriend, she gets so mad at me because I'll just walk through and she's not looking, I'll like grab random shit that I I'll I'll use, but eventually. Like at one point we had like 50 cans of spaghettios and she's like, Are you ever gonna eat these? I was like, Yeah, yeah. probably eventually. But um I used to do that too, just buy shit and think I'm gonna eat best. it and then I never eat it. <laughs> something you can't relate to but um i feel like there's a lot of degenerates that do listen to this and are heavy drinkers waking up very hungover on like a sunday morning there's nothing better than just opening your fridge and taking sip water's good gatorade's okay but something about a nice cold first sip hungover parched of an arizona iced tea just oof oh well, it's know, such it's a delight say, i can't relate to that i actually after my fight um so i went out the saturday the next night i went out yeah and so I have this girl that I that I talk to. We're, we're kind of, you know, doing what we do. And she's when I say she's kind of like a socialite in our town, like she is. Like she's always out. Like does she like live behind you or something? Yeah, she lives behind me. I've known her <laughs> since we were in high school. And like a sitcom. Yeah, she knows everybody, right? Like she's always <laughs> yeah. out. She always has a table. Like she's always out. And she's everyone likes her. So like I like being out and she's cool. And like I've been going out a lot more. And it's like I'm drinking a little bit. I'm not getting crazy, but I'm pretty good at not getting hungover. So, but I would imagine like there's always something. I when I used to drink, like I'd I'd always get soda from like McDonald's, and it was, yeah, like, really, really uh, orange soda from McDonald's with oh, a nice yeah. like, brown. 
But even like high C, like they would have mm-hmm. that high C. It is high C, yeah, yeah. Yeah, food punch or whatever. Oh, it's really good. You know, yeah, it, it hits it hits big time different. It yeah. hits very different. Uh, we're we're talking about Corona before. Um, yeah, yeah, I love your your shirtless uh, little rants. By the way, the, the I I understand it's like part of your shtick, and you lost a bunch of weight, so good. I, for whatever reason, I think those no homo those rants would not be nearly as good with a shirt on. Does that make sense? Yeah, I you know it's funny because. I was waiting for someone to bring it up. Why did I wear a shirt rough and rowdy when I did yeah. all my videos shirtless? And I've said this before. Okay. This is really me thinking of the, the audience, right? Uh-huh. No one wants to see me, at least at this point. Like, I'm proud of all the weight I've lost, but you I got to tighten up. Yeah. I need to get some sculpting done, quite, yeah. quite honestly. And I was not going to subject the viewer to that. Now, when I'm doing those videos, I don't wear a shirt other than when I'm doing interviews or like yeah. when I'm around like when i'm at my house i don't wear a shirt ever i just don't like it and to be honest i think my body looks quite good comparable to where it used to be so it's like oh for sure mind and i just kind of do them on the fly because i think when you do things on the fly like i don't i never like rehearse that shit i just throw it out shoot from the hip that's it and i know people get annoyed by it when i do that so um but yeah i've been very vocal i I think that the state of sports right now right now is absolutely out of control do you think any league is handling it better than the other no they're they all have and and it's funny because like they're all waiting for the other to do it and then they all do it right yeah no one that takes the lead and say nope that's why someone like dana white i've respected because dana white regardless of where we've been in this thing he said to himself i'm going to use common sense here and I'm just going to put things on, and, and it's all worked out for him. Yep. And he's led the charge. The big problem that I have is, look, I'm pro-vaccine. obviously don't think coronavirus is like something that doesn't exist. But I think we have to come to the, to the realization, in fact, that 99.8% of every person in college sports that gets coronavirus is not going to have a legitimate problem with it. It doesn't make any literal sense, bro, while we have – UCLA, who's 100% vaccinated, why are they canceling bowl games? Why is there no uniformity on what happens? Like, every league is piecemealing it. The OVC does one thing. Pac-12 does another thing. Big 12 does another thing. No leadership. And and this is also a common problem in our country. There is no common, like, thing to look at and say – we're going to take federal responsibility here. Joe Biden says we don't want to deal with it. It's the state's problem. The state's problem says we need federal over. Like in everything yeah. we have, whether it's crime, whether it's this virus, like everything, everyone passes the fucking buck time and time again. I know. No one wants to stand Crazy. up and say we're going to do it. We're just going to do it. And, and and that's why if there's any respect that I do have for a few of the governors, it's people like DeSantis and the other one uh, in Texas on one end. Ted Cruz. Yeah. Because at this point they have said to, to, to this country, we, and even Polis in Colorado, he said it as well. He's a Democrat. He's talked about, we are going to move on with our lives here. It's that simple. Yeah. During the height of the pandemic, I had a tinge of respect for some of the governors in the Northeast, and I'm not talking about Philip Murphy or or bit or uh, Cuomo. Cuomo. Some of the some of the, the governors that I think use common sense said, "Look, we got to get testing correct. We've got to get vaccinations here. We've got to get masks to people. We, we've got to figure this out." And some of them, like Larry Hogan down in Maryland, he did a really good job with coronavirus. Like some of them did, you know. But no one wants the, the responsibility. 
but they all want the applause. Like, yeah, when things go good. When something good happens. I, I think it's great that Biden, of course, he ran on so many things like, oh, I'm going to abolish student debt. Any Anybody who has like, who look at things, you know, objectively, like that's just impossible. It's never going to happen. Then people are honestly surprised. Like, wait, I voted for you because you're going to get rid of my, and you're like, you really believe that? And then he ran on a thing. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the government. I'm going to shut down the coronavirus. And it's like, bro, how? And so he said it a billion times. And then t- yesterday he was like, oh, yeah, it's up to the states. It's like, yeah, it's always, but, but that's, and that's why politicians have this thing of like, we don't believe shit they say because they all say that they want to say to get elected. And then when we get elected, you realize, and, and that's something that, that I've really realized the last five years or so is it really doesn't matter who the president is, quite frankly. Like, and that's why, like, when someone brings up to me about when we when we talk about crime in, in, in cities, right? Oh, yeah, we're going to well, get into that. I'm, I'm... Well, let's take Philadelphia, for example, okay? People will blame the mayor in this town. They'll blame Jim Kenney or they'll blame Michael Nutter or John Street or whoever the mayor is. And the truth of the matter is the dude on 5th and Cambria right now selling PCP to people and shooting people over turf – doesn't give a fuck who the mayor is. The mayor has <laughs> exactly. no bearing on any of this shit. Yeah. This is a national problem. Okay. This is a nationwide issue. This is a generational problem. And it's the same thing with the president. With 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 gerrymandering and everything that goes on in the government, like there's really no the president can do things, but he can't really do things. So Joe Biden saying he's gonna fix the coronavirus. He got fucked in a way, too, just like Donald Trump did by getting the coronavirus to happen. Yeah. Joe Biden didn't see this fucking Omicron shit coming and Delta and all that shit coming. So they both got fucked. They didn't plan for it. And now they look stupid. It's it's wild. Uh, if you ran these um these leagues, what would your if you're the commissioner of the NCAA, right? Jeff, they do as a commissioner of NCAA. What is your stern um, policy? What's your procedure on coronavirus? I would agree. In the case of student athletes that are being basically paid at this point and they're getting free educations, you do what we say. Every person gets vaccinated. Every person. Everyone involved. What would you do if a player didn't want to get vaccinated for religious, religious beliefs? Well, see, and this, and again, this is a, the issue, right? You have things like that where, and, and that's why you probably couldn't do that. But in this case, what would I do outside of that? You're right. I probably couldn't do that. I would say we're not going to. I'm saying more for the canceled games and the how would you keep sports moving? We're not going to cancel games. We're not testing asymptomatic players anymore. And in fact, I don't, I wouldn't test people at all. That's what I'm saying. Unless they requested it. Right. Just like if they have the flu, they would sit out for a couple of games. Yeah. Same thing. We have to stop treating this like it's a bubonic plague or like some flesh eating disease. Because for college kids, the simple fact is it will never affect them. Okay? Never. And the other thing that drives me crazy is everyone's like, believe the science, believe the science. It's kind of become a, an empty slogan. Well, the science says that coronavirus is not passed outside. So unless you're playing a game at the Superdome, you're playing outside with a bunch of college athletes who are healthy. If you want to play, let them play. Yeah, it's ab- it, But you know what really bothers me is things like the UCLA football team who are 100% vaccinated. These people were at SeaWorld two days ago, galvanizing around, do whatever the hell it is they do, and then two days later they're postponing the bowl game. And you know who really gets fucked? The fans, as usual, with everything. The fans, gamblers, people that actually care about watching this shit. What happens to the people that pay for all the tickets and the plane trips 
and, and the Ubers and the hotels and, and the food. And, and They're Googling for things to do in the neighborhood now. Hey, honey, we're here for three days. Let's fucking make the best out of it. Right. I live, I, I, let's say I'm from, uh, you know, so I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Kentucky football fan and I'm in Orlando. I'm down in Orlando. And I find out five hours before the fucking game, who goes to games and is not in motion and going there or already there five hours before the game? Impossible. Yeah, it'd be logistically impossible. percent of the people there? Yep. So what do we say to them? Are we going to give them all the money back they made from the flight, all the money they paid in Uber, all the money they paid in the hotel? No, we might give them the ticket money back, which is the least amount of all of it. Yeah. Might. Bullshit. And then you know what? We're going to have actually a decent rule where if you can't participate because you don't have enough players, you forfeit. And that hurts you. We fucking move back on that so quickly, too, because it wasn't fair or we didn't agree with it. And we like the owner of that team. So we're not going to do that. Either do it or don't. It's pathetic. It is crazy. And it's just ruining so many sports. Um. It, it's, it's so stupid. fucking brutal over, it, over something that doesn't have to be like this. Um, so I just got used back of my main uh, Twitter account. I called Bet Mittler a cunt. Um, can't do that apparently. Um, how we're, that's literally right after we left West Virginia. Were you blown away by that fucking tweet? Yeah, I was. Um, but you know, I'm blown away by a lot of tweets, quite frankly, uh, from both groups from both sides the, yeah the liberal left is a, a bunch of lunatics and the far <laughs> right are, are lunatics as well um i i think they they both are are, are idiotic and, and moronic and say a lot of stupid shit look i was in support of joe manchin i think he's the actual only i think he's one of the only smart people in government quite frankly yeah um i think the people in that state love him i know driving around there i've seen plenty of matters about joe manchin um and i think he realized that we can't we can't pass this bill and he listen i'm willing to 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 let joe manchin make decisions because i for the the people he represents his people Right. And he's going back and saying, look, is West Virginia, you know, a, a trendy, beautiful place? No, I wouldn't no. say it is. But to call everyone in the state where you don't probably know one person, you know, this and that, like, it's just. On top of that, what you were saying before, too, is they come from these big cities like they're all that. I'll tell you what, I probably feel a lot safer in a lot of parts of West Virginia than I would in some of these inner cities with some of these laws that these, you know, most part liberal you know, mayors are passing, decriminalizing you know, theft and whatnot. So it's just so contradictory. And so just, you know, hotty tighty really, talk talks down these flyer states. I, I was repulsive. It's really concerning to me that some of the people that, that, that say these things are in power positions. Now, I don't think Bette Midler is Bette Midler. Maybe 50 years done? ago. Yeah. What has she done? In the last <laughs> Nothing in my years? lifetime. Right. It's like, who cares ultimately? It was rude. It was in poor taste. And she's not held accountable for her, for her comments. You know, look, someone like John Legend is the same one. John Legend. Okay. Let me tell you about John Legend. John Legend literally paid millions of dollars into the campaign of Larry Krasner, who was the DA in Philadelphia, campaigned for months about how great Larry Krasner was. John Legend has never stepped foot in this city in the last 20 years and disgustingly got him reelected all to live all the way out in fucking California even... and to see what's going on, the bloodshed that goes on here because of people like Larry Krasner and these fucking celebrities that think they can say whatever the fuck it is they want and it doesn't affect anybody. Look, I don't think Bette Midler has any sway on anything, but it is concerning to me 
when we think about power positions, about some of the people in control of power in this country, and I'm talking about people like yeah. that complete imbecile, Rashida Tlaib. Now, Oof. think about this. This And shout out to that guy at Axios who made her look really fucking stupid. Okay, you have these people on Twitter. I, I, I got in an argument the other night with some asshole about it. There's probably no one on earth that hasn't been to prison that knows more about prison than I do. Okay, I know it in and out. Okay, I do believe there are a lot of people in prison that shouldn't be. For sure. You shouldn't be in prison for a decade for, for, for selling some weed. You shouldn't be. You're not going to have an argument there. And the first, you know, the person that changed that law in this country, Donald Trump, he passed the First Step Act, and got a lot of people out of prison. Yep. It's a fact. She really doesn't talk about that. But of course not. she made a comment that she wants to abolish the federal prison system. Unbelievable. In no, a serious manner. Right. And she has no legitimate plan to how that will actually work at all. It's just we're going to say it because it sounds cool and we're going to we're going to get the base of like 20 somethings that's never had to work for anything in our lives that bitch about how they hate capitalism. Yes, as they talk on their iPhone and ask for cash up donations. It's and they enjoy their Starbucks. Well, the thing that, that drives me nuts about that is I think that they they have, you know, what's the word? Groups where they're they're asking people. I think uh, there's a large amount of that base. Like, hey, this is what we want. Like, I don't think she's going out on a whim and saying it. Like, there's a large portion of that party now who's like abolish prisons, get rid of prisons. It's like, wait, wait, can we can we think about this logically for one second? It's like, no, get rid of the prisons. It's like, God damn. Listen, it's I have a podcast about people that belong in prison. Okay, like I, I've I've talked about people that are vile people, some of the worst people in our country's yeah. history. Prisons were made for people like yeah. that. And, and it, what's to say? And he made a good comment about this. So you're going to, like, there are prisons in our country that are literally, they were built because regular prisons can't handle these people. We're just going to release them into society. Well, what's the plan here? You're going to put sex offenders and human smugglers and people that kill babies and people that cut people's heads off. And <laughs> so you're going to release Chapo Guzman back into Mexico. Let him do whatever the fuck it is he does. What do we... And, and again, they say this shit with no accountability. None. The, the wherewithal of talking about, I hate capitalism, and I hate this and I hate that, yet you go to a Met Gala where it's only rich people, and you have a 23, what was it, $23,000? Yes, well, yep. And you're talking to me about, we need to cut- Tax Amazon. the rich, eat the rich. Yeah, like, what do you even, like, where's the fucking wherewithal from these people? Are they this stupid? And by the way, when they release these people who are, you can't rehabilitate everyone. These people, no. the worst of the worst, you can't. Are they going to go live in nice, you know, are they going to live in Rumson by me, or are they going to be in inner cities causing all havoc? Well, it's funny, because I'll say to someone like Tlaib, and this is the common response, well, listen, Miss Tlaib, let them come live with you. For sure. next to you and let them live next to you. No, no, not me. Yeah, no, I know. I don't want to do that. <laughs> John it's... Legend, come live in Fifth and Cambria, and, and and tell me you want Larry Krasner as the fucking DA. You don't. You live in fucking Westwood somewhere behind a Canadian community. His wife's the nut job too, right? Uh, Tegan. Yeah, yeah. What's her name? Christy Tegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's and 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 again, this is again, and I don't want to say this just <laughs> as a Democrat problem. Like there are a lot of really nutty right-wing people as well like taylor green shouldn't be anywhere near a fucking senate floor i mean uh, she's the best she shouldn't be anywhere near a fucking it's that simple she's a fucking nut she's a lunatic uh she's she's ripped yeah she's a freak she's a 
a sexual freak. Yeah, that. you would. Yeah, I definitely would. If she not hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she but, could. Um, uh, she could definitely get it. Last thing I want to say about West Virginia. I was. I was just thinking. I was when I was driving that ten hour drive. The fuck it was. Do you think West Virginia? This is totally random. Has nothing to do with what we talked about. Do you think West Virginia could ever win a national title for the rest of our lifetime? Just because they're just in the absolute middle of nowhere. Well, you know, I think the 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 good thing about basketball, at least for years, under Huggins, he was going to New York, yeah, Philadelphia, New Jersey. Uh, you know, the Northeast, and he was getting these kids to come there, you know, kids that were from the Bronx and Brooklyn and North Jersey, Newark. He's not getting those players, you know, and and, and I think that's hurt him. I, do I think they can? I mean, they're always decent, football and basketball. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was pretty cool, though. Morgantown looked like an awesome, as we drove by, looked like yeah. an awesome college town. It is it is a state that uh, that you know again it's not my cup of tea you know I, I don't I, I didn't really enjoy it much but um, you know it is beautiful I'll give it that yeah for a little bit yeah for yeah for definitely for uh, for a little bit but uh, I know you have your Patreon so you don't want to get too deep into it obviously well, I've been into anything and I just want to say Mike Montante just to set the record straight was the individual that told me Rico Bosco was in West Virginia he was. He called me and said, you're not going to believe this. Guess who I just saw? I said, who and where? He said, I'm on the 11th floor. Because I was on the 6th floor. You were on the 11th floor. Yeah. Right? Same hotel. He's like, I'm walking outside, and I see Rico Bosco by the ice machine. And I asked him about Seton Hall. I said, get the fuck out of here. You sure it was him? He goes, yeah, he's here. You were the guy. You Hilarious. The guy. Have you seen, did you see the uh, – and I told you. I was like, I guarantee we blew up their shit. Did you see the um, – what the he fuck definitely did. Did you see the uh, what the fuck's it called? Stool scenes? Yeah, where they brought you up. Oh, it's hilarious. He's like, I don't know. He seemed like a fan. <laughs> he's so fucking, <laughs> so fucking stupid. That was he's got no. He's got no common sense to think. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should be a little bit more. You know. Maybe it's just yeah, someone. Rico, you're here. Yeah, I'm not. So, oh, no one's supposed to know that. I was like, oh, don't worry, man. I won't say anything. I won't say anything. You're good. What do you? What do you mean, Rucker Seton Hall? He like turned around. We talked like four minutes about the game. So yeah, I like Seton Hall, the better team. But Rucker's a good story. You like, like, all right, man. See you later. Yeah, there's no bearing on the game. <laughs> that was funny. I had to tell you six times. Like, I swear to God, Rico's here. Like, I'm, I'm not joking. I was literally the whole Friday. I I had lunch somewhere, and then I just sat in that room like a whole day and just waited yeah. to go to the fucking convention center. But yeah, that was uh, you. You definitely set that emotion. That was that was fucking funny. I'll tell you what, though, that shit he did with the coffin was so corny. I didn't even know what was going on. I couldn't see. I, was I couldn't. Like, see. I saw it the next day. I didn't know what the fuck people were talking. I'm thinking about. in my head, like, what is taking so long? Let's go. Like, it it just it took forever, and I'm waiting and I'm waiting, I'm waiting. and I couldn't see that far because there was people standing up. I couldn't yeah. see what was going on. I just saw like some sort of big box, and I, I didn't <laughs> I didn't put two and two together that he was in the box because I was still thinking about when he attacked me out in the lobby. Yeah, that was. And, yeah, it was. It was whack but yeah i didn't see what it was and then it, and then it ended up watching the next day but. i called into walker's show and i was like hey you know rough and rowdy if these two fought what would the line be and he was pretty much i like i like both of them he's like i don't know he's like one of the guys won't get out of the fucking room so i don't think they're ever gonna fight <laughs> so, yeah yeah you know well i think with the right dollar amount i think we can make it happen you know oh, there's but, a price tag with everything oh yeah i listen i think the thing and and i i've said about this People said to me recently, like, you shouldn't fight again. Da, da, da. 
I want it to be made clear about Rough and Rowdy. Like, until you do it, like, it's you, – you go in there with a plan. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, when I move around in a gym, I looked way different than I did in that fight. Like The night before, you were, like, strategizing. I was like, dude, as soon as you get hit, it's just going to be instinctual. No, that's you know? the thing. It's like – but now that I've been in the ring once and I understand how it works and I, I can – Big advantage. Adrenaline. And, and the thing is, like, I didn't say this during the fight, but I'll say it now. To this day, I don't hate Jerry. I never hated Jerry. Jerry was a means to an end. Like, he'll say the same thing. He didn't hate me either. There were things we didn't like about each other. Yeah. But ultimately, at the end, like, he respects me and I respect him and I wish him nothing but the best. I fucking hate Rico Bosco. I would stab him in the fucking neck with a screwdriver (laughs) if I couldn't get away with it. And I'd think nothing of it. I'd laugh about it as I called the police saying, come get this. Yeah, you sleep like a baby that night. He's got a hole in his fucking larynx. That's (laughs) what I'd say. Like, I hate him. And it would channel me to a point where I would probably be different than I've ever been before. And I have an advantage because I've done it before. So, so would like, you rather if it was you and Rico, if they uh, sanctioned this and you know kind of gave an exception, would you rather traditionally box him or uh, a little MMA? Speaking of Dana White, well, I would. I, I think there would have to be extra security there that night because I because I would try to smuggle in some sort of weapon. To, to be honest, <laughs> like, but no, I, I'd love for no holds barred. You know, um, I. It, this is no mess. Like, I hate Rico. I know. I would, it's, it's it's pure on both your guys' levels. Like he, but the thing is, like he doesn't really have a reason to hate me. I have a lot of reason to hate him. Yeah. Well, he's, he's no me. offense like, to him, and I respect him mentally ill. There's something wrong. It's not an act what he does, maybe to an extent, but with you, he's just worked up this weird irrational hatred, yeah. and it's just I would yeah. fucking hate him too if I were you. He says some of the craziest shit. He's done and, a lot of shit to me. And he has a platform where even if there's no proof, there's going to be a handful of people that are going to hear it and just think of you differently, even without even thinking about it. It's just instinctual. I mean, you got to, you got to understand, like, and I don't really talk about as much, but like, I've been, I've been in this gambling shit doing content since 2009. Okay. I worked my whole life to get to a company like that. Okay. My whole life from when I was out of high school till now. And I, I basically was prevented from doing my job because of him. Like he prevented everything. Yeah, he thousand percent. Everything impossible. Like he literally. And and I just said to myself, you know, I'm done with this. I'm just gonna go back to doing what I do. Like it sucks, but it, you know, he has the floor. And for me, that sucked. And it's take. And now it's gotten to a point where he he says a lot of shit about me that that's completely untrue. He there's no repercussions for anything he does. And no. You know, again, I think you know this. You know, when when you have a beef with somebody, you fight, and 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 it will never be good with him and I. But if we go into a fight and he beats me, I've said before, Ooh. I'm willing to bury the hatchet if I can be who I, I can do what I do. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but he doesn't want to do it. So now it's at the point where it will never return to that. And you know, I don't think we'll ever fight either. But it's hard to turn. You never know. It's hard to turn out a mill or. Something like that. Yeah, you you never know. Um, but yeah, that would be I mean that would that would crush Ken Seiko's numbers. It would be so I mean it would be out of control. That would be fucking absolutely electric. You versus Terry. Um Jason Seahorn Jr. <clears throat> so yeah, last thing I want to get into, and I don't want to, you know, I know you're your Patreon. So I can where would if uh Cincinnati and I, I called them in August being the first non power five, no big deal to uh, make the playoff. I was right, got that on record. 
Um, where would they be if they won it all? Where would that go down in our lifetimes? You know, obviously not Miracle on Ice. Where would that go down in all-time you know upsets? You mean in, in like sports history? In, in our lifetime, the last 35 years. Look, I look at an upset like like a 16 beating a one, like that's an upset. But that's just one think, game. Yeah, but but again, like we have to think about what year we were in. I mean, there was they were they were just in just because there was no other good teams. Like, quite frankly, if they were undefeated. And like Clemson was just as good. Clemson would have got in over them. Oh, for sure. Good. This this was all the makings had to be. It was a perfect right. little soup for them to get in. Yeah. Well, it's like when you look at like like when you look at like Leicester winning the, the fucking Premier League or like Buster yeah, yeah. Douglas beating Mike Tyson. It's like it's not even close. I mean, it's it's a it's an upset for sure. Um, but I don't. I mean, they are undefeated. I, I think you can make the case they have the best secondary in the country. Uh Kobe Bryant, shout out. Yeah, and and, He's a stud. and um, I just Barber. think they don't have the. I don't. I don't think they have the depth in the trenches when it comes down to it. Well, no, and and you know, again, when when you face this is something I learned. I don't know if you know this guy. Um, we don't talk much anymore, but Teddy Covers. Do you know who Teddy Covers? Is? No, he was a gamb. He's a gambler out in Vegas. He said many years ago, and he has a very good point in bowl games. There's a difference sometimes in athleticism between people that go to Cincinnati and people that go to Alabama. Yeah, right, and again. <laughs> You know, Navy and and Tulane, it works. Most athleticism we've seen is Houston, right? And <laughs> you, know, you play a team like Alabama, it's like, okay. It's Wait, they're faster different. than me, and they're bigger than me. Yeah, it's a different. And story. the backups bigger than me and faster than me. <laughs> yeah, it's right. The third string's better than your first. Like, we don't understand how much talent. Like, they have like twenty kids in the NFL every year. Right. Every, they're all yeah. good players, too. It's like Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddle, you know, uh, Josh Jacobs. Just, like, and I got news for you, Alvin Kamara. Even the players that are in the NFL one got recruited and went to, to start at Tuscaloosa. So yeah, they they have their paws all over the NFL. Find me over the last ten years. Find me five players from Alabama that were not decent NFL players. Like they were bad. They're like bust. like like first three round picks. No, that like yeah, that were like and then ended up being bust. Like did Marcel about, Darius, would you call him a, a bust? Marcel Darius? No. Darius, the D tackle from Buffalo. No, I know who he is. Oh, I got one for you. D Milner. Yeah. I, well, I, I know that one personally. Okay, so you have but, but, but a handful, you, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to find five. Yeah, know? yeah. Like, even like, you know, someone like um C like CJ Mosley or like like they're just good. Yeah, no, had, like they're solid players. Yeah. You know, Henry Ruggs. Well, he has off the field problems. Yeah, he's which he's probably you. He's like the. I mean, can you compare him a bit to you know, like he's a murderer? I mean, pretty simple, like cold blooded. I mean, he's not Aaron Hernandez, but like he's. Yeah, he's not as bad as that guy in the Panthers either. I forget his name. Ray Cruz. Ray Cruz, scumbag. But I mean, still, and the the ironic thing about this, sadly. As I, we, I think a lot of people seen the 30 for 30 about he lost one of his best friends in high school to a drunk driver. Exactly. And, and that's it's like, the thing. like you would think you'd have learned. It, it's almost like if your brother's addicted to heroin, it's like you probably could, should learn. You shouldn't go on heroin. Like, yeah, suffered enough shame. Uh, let me ask you on the subject of, of, of murder. Right. So have you followed this story in L.A. at all? This girl gets killed in the dressing room. No, not at all. I'm honestly the first yeah. I've heard of it. So, so there was a, a an individual in a in a 
a mall that was like out of control. He was like trying to hurt people. So the, the police went after him and they just like shot at him and it went through the wall into a dressing room and oh, killed Christ. a 14 year old girl. Jesus. Okay. Explain this to me. Okay. If that were me or you, we're in handcuffs an hour later. Oh yeah. First degree <laughs> murder. That simple. Regardless if it was an accident. You kill somebody due to your inability to do the thing the right way. How close? Why isn't that down down. police officer in bracelets? I've even heard of that. That which should be a bigger story. That's that's be interesting to see how. That's sick. It's gonna come down to how far were they? You know, were they shooting like you know? You just shoot into the fucking wall like with a high powered fucking machine gun like what? What did you? Yeah, that's fucking. That's chaotic. I haven't like heard. To, it's not like SWAT goes into a fucking situation with a fucking Glock. Like they go in with a fucking, you know, uh, that's like M sixteen. Like, oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's that's, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like that's where for me, like I don't hate the like I'm not a big police person. I'm not one of these like anti police. Yeah, people. but you're also not. You're not out there. You know, wanting to fund them, laying down. No, the but street. the big problem that I have with police and where I think every American should agree with me, they have different rules than I do. Oh, yeah. If I commit a crime, I'm getting locked up right away. You don't have a union behind you. Yeah. Like, they can commit a crime, and it you know, they may never even get charged with it. You know? And that's why I think the Rittenhouse um, thing w- was a win for, for people, because the kid defended himself, got off, and the justice system worked. But look at the Chauvin yeah. guy. That Chauvin guy. Like, he literally killed that guy. George Floyd, they killed him regardless. And it was even a stretch to think that some people thought he might get off. It's like, if that's you yeah. or me, we're going to jail for life. We're never seeing the yeah. other day again. And yeah, that, 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 that whole thing. different rules than we do. Was that before COVID or was that like in the beginning? Which one? The George Floyd. It was uh, June of 2020. It was like, okay, yeah, that was, it was like right that was in fucking, the- That was wild. We, it, the, the whole world's been, this is, I mean, it's easy to say because it's been the last five years recency bias. This has to be the craziest five years of our life. Did you ever think like when you look back at like like when you look back at your life, right? Like now, like people that grew up in like the 30s, I mean, that era saw a lot. I mean, like my grandma, she was born in 1926. I mean, she was alive during the depression, she was alive during World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam, Kennedy, the civil rights movement, like. Vietnam, like actual turmoil, yeah, yeah, that's a wild life, right? Yeah, but like you look at, like, let's say you were born when I was born, or you were born, like I was born in '89, right? And for like the first ten years of my life, I mean, I I wasn't old enough to really know what happened. Yeah, yeah, no idea. I think back and like, like the mafia was fucking huge in there. Yeah, they're still active. Yeah, it's like, and then you had, and I think the first major event that I remember was Columbine. Uh, so you're three years older than me. I don't I remember that at all. Ten years old in Columbine. Yeah, and that was a. I was ten, and I was that was a scary night, man. I mean, because you see the kids running out of school with like, yeah, their hand. Like it, you know, we'd never seen that before. And then September 11th happened. That's that's my first. But but then it settled down from like 02 to like 08. Right, I was in high school. wasn't a ton going on. Then the the the, the recession and the country was united at that time. Actually, believe it or not, through the war. Right. Sure. And then you had that recession happen. And then, you know, the Obama years were fairly uneventful. Nothing crazy. I mean, there was things that happened, but nothing. Yeah. 
nothing. To, you know, we had some of the, the mass shootings, things like that. And then, you know, the Trump stuff. And that was just a wild time. But yeah, I mean, 2020 was. I mean, it just the, the coronavirus was one thing, but then like, I mean, the, the, the George Floyd thing was great. Like that was, that was crazy. That the, that time between Memorial Day and Jan, July 1st, like the month of June. Insane. I had some real wonder in our country. Like, would I have like, like would we be at a point where like it would just become un- yeah, yeah. untenable, like where you can't protect anything. Well, you saw you saw the gun sales go up. Yeah. That wasn't an, you know, that wasn't just you thinking that. That was the uh the entire country. The thing that I think would be the most unrecognizable from when we were, you know, 10 years old to now is just the social imagine just like taking your parents like 25 years ago and then like putting them on like having watched that that TikTok uh that uh, TikTok Twitter account libs of you know tiktok oh, yeah. and like oh i'm a teacher like i discussed with my students and your parents 20 years ago, like what the fuck is going- what is this like get you this person the is, they wouldn't now they're, they're fine but the thing is and what's really concerning is that so that those people that say those sort of things right so if i tweet that out like i tweet out today i'm glad i don't have kids right nine out of the ten people that read that are going to say that right-wing scumbag oh yeah i know yeah, you've and been accused like, of that a handful of times. It's like, no, I just, I don't want those types of people teaching my kids. Yeah, they that should not be, that should not be, you know, assigned to either Democratic Party. That should be social norms. But for some reason, for whatever reason, and it seems it's assigned to liberals. It's just very strange. So when you speak out against it, you're right wing. But you know what? I have a real issue with it. I think any, any, tr- any trans, trans person, truth, true story, okay, any gay person, any, any, any human being, yeah, okay. there's a certain type of your people that make you sick, right? That 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 root that are just of they're, course they're fake phony. Fuck, and usually right? the vocal ones, right? It's like white trash. Like they yep. make good people like you and me look really fucking bad. Yeah, and like I I truly do know gay men, gay women, trans like pe- people that live their life and just try to have a career and a job and a, and a, and, a, and a life. And then you got these like fake phony people that are just doing it because it's all it's theater thing to do, right? You know, they have these goofy haircuts and like they look stupid and walk around and drag like, for no reason. You're like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like you're you're only doing it to get a rise that you're not doing it because you actually believe it. You're doing it because it's like gamblers on Twitter. They don't actually enjoy gambling, it's not their thing. They're doing it because it's the flavor of the month and they might make some money off of it. Yeah. You know, like some of these those people in that libs of tiktok like they're just they're they're just um science experiments really i mean it's sick i feel like um i'm all for you know free speech but i feel like you can't and obviously someone comments like uh you know i hope they kill themselves like, oh, that's too far but like i think you should be allowed to be like hey listen i'm not comfortable with that but you're like honestly not you get murdered you get you'll get banned you'll get shunned you could get fired we have this whole doxing part of our society now and it's just like i don't know if this is a fad and we go back to normalcy or this slowly trickles down and just gets worse over time well you know it's it's interesting you mentioned the doxing thing like i've you know your boy visionless dave hates me because he says that i dox someone sometime and and look i admit that night that that happened like i i mean i never had an intention to actually go to that guy and and, and hurt him hurt him in any way and we ended up squaring that off and, and whatever but you know i think there's a certain segment where 
you want to get back at people for the way they act to you, right? You know, I deal with a lot of shit on Twitter and yeah, I, guess I'd that say night so. I just got taken away. But no, look, anybody that involves someone's family, the kids, you know, say someone about someone's mother, you know, yeah. that's where I draw the line. You know, I, I have I have a real problem with that. But yeah, it, the internet is a it's a great thing, but it's it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's dark. You have a weird ability to absolutely break people's brains. Just break them in half. Me? Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. oh. I'm a complex cat. Dude, people, you're in a you're in a lightning rod. We have one less person in our gambling chat now because if you're if you were not born, we'd have one more person in our gambling chat. You broke Uncle Sharp Barry's brain. Just broke it in half. What did I do? So you so the I was driving back and we were in the gambling chat and everyone like Daver from Hole was like, Hey, like I know he didn't win, but if that went around one more round, he would have won. He made a lot of money, like great weekend for him. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, there's no moral victories here, but like, Hey, that was pretty fucking good. And he's like, fuck that. He like throwing pillows out there. He's a fucking loser. Blah, blah. Everyone's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like why, what are you so mad about? So the fact that no one agreed with him on that, I think set him off. And then like two weeks later, this is the, the Eagles game where they fucking killed people. He like sent in. I, did you give out the Eagles and the Patriot, the Patreon? No, uh, he he. So I guess you just were like, oh, Eagles no, were I easy was just cover. Commenting on the game as a fan, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like easy cover, whatever. And he was like, what a fucking square pick. Like, who the fuck gives that out? And we're like, dude. So put it this way, yeah, Barry, yeah, God, I'm sure. If if he if he didn't win and the Eagles didn't cover, you'd be like, he fucking sucks. But when you win and you cover easily, he's square. He's like, yeah, fuck him. And I was like, do you not hear yourself? And then like a day later, psh, gone from the chat. Boop. Listen, here's what I've learned about people like that. Okay. And I learned about this a couple years ago. You have 20 people that hate me. Okay. Right. Let's just say you have 20 people in the room that hate me. If I walked up to them and said, listen, you and I, you can have my life and I'll have yours. You want to? <laughs> 20 would say I would. Yeah. 100%. I live and do whatever I want. Okay. I have a, I'm not, I'm not the richest guy in the world, but I can wake up and do what I want to do every day. I just made a lot of money for three minutes of fighting that you paid for and watched <laughs> because of me. Yeah. What do I give a fuck? Tweet yeah. your fucking life away if you wanted me. So yeah, you have know. that mindset. I mean, fucking it makes it a lot easier to deal with the fucking trolls that are all The great over. Cardi B said it best. Oh boy. Let me uh, tell you. Let's see what this she is this one is. of the most eloquent things I've ever heard. Coming from her, it's crazy. It's shocking. She had won an award. I think it was the VMAs. She goes up on stage, winning an award. She had won like six that night. This is a former stripper. She had nothing. She's now one of the most famous musicians in our country. Makes millions of dollars. Has whatever she wants. She goes on stage and says, uh, you know, people, uh, they buy my records. They sit on the internet all day and they talk shit about me. They say this, they say that about my former life. She goes, but here's what they don't understand. It benefits me. It's why I've won all these awards. So hate all you want, because again, you're my biggest fan. And that's the truth, man. Yeah. I'm not trying to be arrogant or rude, but by you hating me, boycotting is when you don't solicit something and you don't support it and you don't even hate watch. Yeah. Hate watching does the same whether you like me or you don't. <laughs> yeah. It's like these guys that spend their whole day tweeting about me and that guy you're talking about. Like he doesn't even know me. Yeah, but he's driving up the he's driving up views. He's getting more attention, and inadvertently, he's putting money in your pocket, whether he likes and it or I not. Guarantee 
he spent money to watch me at Rough and Rowdy. And I guarantee he's probably on a fake name on my Patreon. He follows me. <laughs> he, he knows what I'm betting. Like, all these guys. That's the thing about these people. Like, anytime they talk shit about me, I look at their profile and it says, so-and-so follows you. And it's like, oh, yeah. I don't follow you. You follow me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I always have an up, a leg up on you because I'm too smart for you to ever get to me. And B, the one time someone did get to me, I felt bad about it. And that guy Dave knows about that. But, you know. Is VD I, the one who got to you the most? No, 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 no. He, he, I think he's just, you know, he has his, his persona. Like, you know, it's a different persona than I'd want to have. But, like, as I think you've told me and I think we found out, I don't think he's got to worry about much in his life. Like he, he's happy. I he has a, a life that wouldn't be believable in movies. I think yeah. he also, he's coming around. I believe on you. Like I forget. He, he was always like, me and they do should go out, sit down in the city. Like get, I, like, I forget what fucking restaurant, but he like knows somebody. I got to tell you, I, and I've tried to tell him this. Like, I don't have an issue with the guy. I really don't. Like, yeah. I, I think he's a lot more forward facing than, than most people are. You know, For I sure. know that like everyone doesn't like me, um, but you know, you got to get to know me because, like, I'm way more than just some shirtless guy on Twitter that says shit about <laughs> this and that. And most of the shit I say is very common sense and logical. Like, yeah. It's not, I'm not on there talking about how this and that. Like, I don't do that. And, you know, I think Dave, Visions Dave, like, he he has his uh, his thing. And, and, you know, that's cool. Like, you do what you got to do. All I'm saying is just don't be – don't say nothing rude about my fucking mother or sister. I don't yeah, know. yeah say this about me whatever but no he seems all right like i like his i like his style to be honest you know kind of kind of is interesting to me yeah no, he's and he knows his sports and he's uh he's he's always interesting but yeah. i thank you i think this is about number four for me on your show yeah uh not sure fourth or fifth probably. yeah fourth or fifth i appreciate it i uh, i'm gonna go take a nice warm shower i feel like dick Get vaccinated, yeah. folks. <laughs> I'm joking. But, Maybe you wouldn't feel like this. If you I would. feel like dog shit. My eyes feel like they're on fire. Got a little fever working. Thank you, China. Thank you, Nadeau. And uh, we'll do this again sometime. appreciate well, it. Listen, man, feel better. I hope uh, it all works out for you and, and you don't have too many issues. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. And if I, you know, eh, we'll be we'll be here. We'll be here a week from now. But um, thanks, brother. Salud.